0: All the bars, all the music, no no line at the buffet. Know what I'm trying to say? Really?
1: That's yeah.
2: Really? That's yeah. Christian Watson benefited from Aaron Rodgers' ball plays. The guy has pretty oh, wow. hands, and he's not the greatest route runner. This is a total Bill Belichick move, and that's to roll the dice and take a gamble in the sixth round on KeShawn Booty. I like yeah. the name. Booty. Yeah, I think New England got themselves a diamond in the rough.
1: Everybody, we're back. This is guys on Sports. You can find this at the GOM Podcast, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Also, if you're watching this right here on YouTube, please like and subscribe if you like what you're hearing. Give you a quick outline today, it's going to be super quick. Uh, we're just going diving right into rookie dynasty rankings. Uh, we're going to pick each our top five. I'm sure we're going to have some crossover, uh, but irregardless, we're kind of building this up over the next three episodes, and eventually this season we're going to give you our consensus picks. But we're going to be giving our top five. Uh, but before we get into that, guys, um, how was your week? I know Rocky, you, you had a nice. Yeah, it was good. It long, was really nice. It was relaxing. Relaxing. Yes, yeah. Super. Maybe almost too relaxing, like you were going to die.
0: No, no, it was not that. We, you know, I would say this by like nine o'clock, we had the boat to ourselves. That's it was nice. Kind of nice. All the bars, all the music. No, no line at the buffet. Know what I'm trying to say? Really? That's yeah. probably not on great a
1: cruise for
0: you. People went in. You know, people went indoors. They uh, went to sleep quick. And uh, you the, know, us, us young people, we stayed out and party. So, were you the youngest, like among no. the younger demographic on the boat? Yeah, for sure. I was among the younger. We did. We kind of met up <laughs> with about like ten to fifteen, maybe twenty people, mm-hmm. like thirty to like fifties. You know, and we kind of all we didn't do it on purpose we just realized night after night yeah we were all together again because everybody else had kind of went to bed or so how way. was that dynamic for you it's great it's you great you yeah a yeah. lot
2: of fun we met some great people i like uh, how you uh, casually drank a lot i like how you casually put yourself in the same group as the 30 year olds you know the I'm, 30 range, year olds 30 to 40. 50 30 to 50
0: you mm-hmm. know like that's because there was a lot of people, that yeah, I'm not going to lie, a lot of people that were in their 70s, for sure. So you're t- you 30s, you? 30s, no. 60s. Where'd you now. hear about this cruise? In your AARP magazine, or what? Well, Where'd I actually know? saw it at your house, because uh, I, well, I noticed you had, too. yeah, and you had that, like, the cruise earmarked, and so I said, well, Mark can't afford this, because he's a <laughs> out of work he's out of work again. Maybe I So go. I may as well take it. Yeah. yeah. So I took it and I yeah. said, I'll okay, I'll go. I, I feel bad the guy can't go. Maybe I'll throw him a couple bucks and he can go, but I don't so know, that was, you know. That was
1: nice of you, Mark. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it was I appreciate that please. you earmarked it
0: for me because it, it was a great cruise. You're welcome. That was real nice.
1: And now uh, Zach's missing tonight. So uh, Is he missing?
0: Because like He's not here. I think is probably the more correct say probably. way to say
1: that. I think that is the, yeah. that's, that's, He's the correct here. terminology. I mean, if we're if we're ranking reasons to not come, oh yeah, this is this has got to be one of the yeah, weakest thus yeah. far.
0: I mean, because like when you miss, it's normally like he didn't even try for your daughter. For me, it's like I'm out of town. Yeah. For you, it's like normally a really good excuse. My my daughter's like in my you know, volleyball championship. Yeah. Yes, his is. Well, I mean what what did he tell us? Oatmeal cookies he, and tuna I, night? They're breaking in the apartment. <laughs> well, the I mean, a, if he's breaking in the apartment. <laughs> well, if, God bless him. I he didn't say
1: christening, he said breaking it in. I think for translating what he means is I mean Samara doesn't want, nestled. Samara doesn't want to unpack boxes by herself. Yeah, which I get. That's that would suck. But I mean they live there, so they could just do whatever they want. I yeah, mean
0: it's a week. and you know what the crazy thing is, he lives now in Winter Garden. So he lives closer closer than he's ever lived. Mm -hmm. So he could like jet here and jet back. Hopefully, this is not a sign of things
2: to come. I think he's on a short leash. Honestly, I I, I think think he got in trouble. I think he got in trouble. I think think it's it's like you know, you're not you're not going to play until you work. First, you're going to work. First, you're going to unpack these boxes. I think it's a patent leather leash. You're gonna you're gonna get all (laughs) you're gonna you know you're you're gonna organize the kitten mittens before you go and hang out with the boys. I I just want to say, ever
0: since the the guys cruise that he took. Oh. He's been on a short li- like something
1: happened mm-hmm.
0: with one of his friends, I think, on that cruise. He kissed a well, and he
1: liked yeah. it. Chase <laughs> his cherry chapstick.
0: <laughs> I mean, listen, he made a whole video with the, with the five guys, you know, the friends. I, I think yeah. something happened. And probably she's got a point to keep them really close.
1: Yeah, especially because she doesn't want to hang out with a bunch of guys. Bunch anymore. of guys,
0: yeah, because yeah. it's it you know it could rekindle yeah. things.
2: Don't cross dreams. Don't cross dreams. Yeah. Hey, listen. So.
1: <laughs> hey, what happens on the sea stays on the sea. That's right. Unless yeah. you know you tell your girlfriend. Um. All right, guys. So let's get into the the subject of the day: the meat
2: and taters.
1: Let's start it off with our fantasy breakthrough. Who I don't know if you guys. Come on, baby. Baby. I need you this week. This week. It's your time. time. for a breakout. 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 Gosh.
2: I like the riffs there, guys. Did you
1: did you watch the show last week? I did. Did you see the did yeah. you see it? No. Yeah. Uh, I gotta show you after the show. It's pretty funny, yeah. All right, so fantasy breakthrough. We're talking our top five dynasty rookies. We're going to go in order. We're each going to say our ones, twos, threes, fours, fives, so on and so forth. Yes. Hopefully, there's some healthy debate here. If yeah. we agree, I say we just, you know, kind of hash out why we agree and maybe why we might have not put them there, what we were contemplating, or if it was clear cut. Yada yada. enough of me like talking, it. Mark, why don't you start it off, let's see who you got.
2: Well, I think number one is obvious, right, and that's where we're going to start it, I mean, he, he was drafted by the correct team, a team that, you know, has struggled uh, to put the ball uh, in the end zone, they've not been highly offensive, they've ran the well, they've most... Been offensive, it, but not... Yeah, they, uh, they've run the absolute most in the league, um, Tyler Algier was a great stopgap in Atlanta, but... Uh, Sorry, Tyler. It was a short run, man. It's, it's Bijan. Daddy's home. Daddy, Bijan. Daddy's here. I mean, this this guy's a generational talent. People yeah. are talking about him, like they, you know, like they talked about Barry Sanders, like they talked yeah. about everybody that came out that was the shit. Yeah. Okay. So I, you know, Bijan's going to get the rock, and it's, he's yeah. going to do a lot with it. I would like, like to go, disagree. I
1: know you're going to go. Oh, you're going to disagree?
2: No, I said I would like to oh, disagree, okay. but I can't. So
1: just to t- dovetail off what you said, yes, I I remember when this went down the week after. Zach Benson on the show, R.I.P., or that it, it's going to <clears> hurt his <throat> fantasy value. I think, you know, at the moment, I kind of bought into that a little bit just because of Corderell and I, Algier, but, like, kind of zooming out and looking at it, it I think it's just, it, it's his, I mean, the role oh, is no, I, I mean, they're already shopping <clears throat> Corderell.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Fact, I mean, there's there's been rumors, player? uh there's been rumors that he might end up in Cleveland, well, of course. There's been, well, no. I mean, I, no that's, I'm not saying I'm why, saying, of course, you know about that's it. That's why I know that. Yeah. yeah. But but, so, but okay. there's a couple other teams that they name. but I think you're right. They've made it clear
1: this is the guy. Well, to we, so your point, they ran the most last year. Yeah. yeah. Neutral game, game script, which I mentioned last week, and for anybody that's listening, that's basically when the game is just being played as the game, when they're tied, nobody's trying to catch up, nobody's down big, just a neutral game script. They were second in the league at rush rate there. Yeah. And in the red zone, they were first in the red zone at rush rate. So he's coming into a great situation. He could do basically Mm -hmm. everything, and he's going to have more opportunity. I think he's going to be the safety blanket, the guy for Desmond Ritter. Um, Yeah, I'm sorry.
0: I mean, I think he's rookie, like his rookie (laughs) comps, and I'm, of course, reading this off, but Todd Gurley, Zeke, CMC, Mm -hmm. Saquon, like
2: that's kind of the rookie season I expect Yes, from him. If not even a little bit more, because uh, so I was – I was playing with some numbers today and I started to figure out strength of schedule for, for running backs and wide receivers. Uh, and what I, how I figured that out is I, I took it off of last year's uh, defensive rankings where the, they finished and designated everybody one through 32 added up the defensive rankings total of who he's facing, divided it by 17 to figure out what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so B. Sean Robinson has the seventh easiest strength of schedule against the run. He faces a defense average of 19 to 20th ranked defense. So he's going to consistently go up against lesser opponents. Now this is also this is not taking into account any moves that the defense yeah, yeah. has made this year. Obviously, yeah, take it with a grain of salt. It's you the know, NFL. So. But going off of last year's averages, so you have I mean the <laughs> recipe for success is there. So and and he's going to be in um, in in my. Running back rankings as well, just a little precursor uh, yeah. as to where I put him and put him up very high. <clears throat> but you have the team that runs the most, and they are facing the seventh easiest strength to schedule for running backs. That's nice. He set up pretty nicely. I don't think yeah. we need to say a lot more unless you have something to add there.
1: But nope. B. John Robinson, I think is safe to say. Might be the rookie fantasy MVP this year. 1 uh, 1 for sure, right? Yep. All right. Yeah. So, Mark you got a number two. I think we may differ here.
2: So this one, <clears throat> this one actually, if, if Bijan wasn't so generational talented, then this guy would have definitely gone one, yeah. and that's Jameer Gibbs. Yeah, so we're not, I'm not disagreeing, I'm here, disagreeing here. Are you? Yeah. So for for Jameer Gibbs, real quick, I would not have. I wouldn't have liked... I didn't like his situation on draft day, right? Mm -hmm. But then they go in to get rid of DeAndre Swift. They still have Monty, which is a bit concerning to me because why do you bring a guy in like Monty, you know, pay him a bunch of money for a couple years? Because he's a guy like Monty. But Mm. Monty also... uh, There's a stat on Monty where he was one of the worst-ranked running backs in average per carry when facing a certain style of defense. Uh, With that being said, Jameer Gibbs comes in, and he's touted as the can-do-all-three-down-back. And he... In Detroit is tied for the easiest easiest strength of schedule for running backs. Yeah, so he's facing an average defense uh, defensive rank of almost twenty-one. So immediately, Jameer Gibbs comes in, chomping at the bit. Well, and he's behind one of the best offensive lines, especially
0: on uh, in in run blocking. And like you said, you don't get rid of Swift. Well, first of all, Swift. He may be somebody we gotta like be concerned about because he he demanded to be traded. Did he know? And so like to me, man, (laughs) if you really are sure of yourself and I think as a running back you have to be, yeah, you're not demanding to be traded. But he demanded to be traded, and they and listen, they got rid of his, him, so they know something yeah. about him, either in the locker room or his injury situation
1: to allow him to leave. Possibly right, so in the bedroom. I'll jump in here. Gibbs, I had at three. Yeah. And what we'll do, I'm not going to mention my two here. We'll go to the next round, and when he comes up, I'll mention okay. he was my two. But Gibbs, what I do have on him, you're talking about Swift. They obviously trade Swift. He's coming in. He's a comp for him. I think the way he... Not only the way he runs, but the kind of weapon he is out of the backfield. So I think in his college career, he never ranked less than ninth in um, yards per route run. Uh, He's kind of an elite type of back out of the backfield, especially on angle routes. Uh, He's really good at finding a soft spot in the zone with linebackers. Um, And Swift had the second most red zone targets on the team last year. So there's a role for for him as Uh, soon as he steps in. Now, his value is going to be cut down just a little with... um, you know Montgomery there and getting those uh, short yards, go go yeah. to go. And he does have to put a little bit of weight on too. But Detroit does throw the ball in the red zone as well, so yes, I I, I think you're you're safe with him there. I, the only reason I have him three is just kind of for that reason. Montgomery with the three year contract, I know he could get out of it after two years, but he's there for a reason too, so that he just a little notch down for me because of that, but I had no problem with taking him as the second rookie. I, I,
2: think, I think Gibbs comes in, and he is what Detroit wanted Swift to be. There's a couple of, uh, of big plays in Swift's short career in Detroit that oh, stick yeah. out in my mind, Yes, and it was that 32-yard pass that he dropped on the goal line to win one. against Chicago. I lost that week because of that. And uh, there was another uh, dropped pass that was a, short, a shorthanded yeah. touchdown as well. Yeah. And I yeah. think, you know, we saw we saw in draft day how how excited was that was that war room to get Jameer Gibbs. I mean, they, yeah, they, they were, were beside themselves. Maybe they a were, little bit too excited at
0: twelve because yeah. I think he would have been there later. Yeah, I'll be yeah. and I can I see too.
2: if I was if I was Swift, honestly, I would have probably demanded a trade after I saw that tape too. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, I,
1: I think it makes sense because the writing's on the wall. You go sign Montgomery. Yeah, you draft yeah. this kid that high. I
2: think he yeah. knew. He knew. Yeah. All right, so let's go to round three. All right, so round three, I have a uh, my I have a wide receiver that for me, where he was drafted, his placement jumped him up a, ahead of a couple of wide receivers that were thought pre-draft to be ahead of him. Okay, and that's Jordan Addison. This is perfect. Just why that too. I love where Jordan Addison ended up, man. I think he is immediately wide receiver two. Mm-hmm. I think you know I already called it out a couple of weeks ago that KJ Osborne is going to be a league winner. I still firmly believe that KJ Osborne has a significant role in this offense, and I think that I think the drafting of Jordan Addison puts KJ Osborne exactly where he needs to be, yeah. and that's to be the, probably the most dynamic wide receiver three in the league. I agree there, so I love Addison here. I think I think Jefferson demands so much respect that Addison is going to be he's going to be targeted often. I think Osborne. All right, so I don't agree, but I do think
1: he's one of the most dynamic wide receiver 3s this year. I just thought of another guy. But Addison, I love because like you said, it's all about situation, situation, situation. Thielen's out the door. They brought him in to be that guy, excellent route runner. Yeah, knows I think how was, to get honestly open. first
0: or second best uh, route runner in the, the in the uh, rookie class.
1: And this guy is going to be seen single coverage nonstop. 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 And fourth to neutral script passing are the Vikings, fourth to neutral script passing in the league, second in red zone passing. They don't run the ball in the red zone. They're going to be throwing. They're going to be throwing. And who's drawing double, double coverage in the red zone?
2: JJ. JJ.
1: And who, uh, who's the other and guy? TJ Hawkinson. There you go. That's it. So I think there's going to be a battle, obviously, early in the season. And who's the second target on that team between um, Hawkinson and, and Addison? But I think he has the talent to kind of be the number two options. I'm going to disagree here, yep. and it's only for one reason. Go ahead. He, he's,
0: he is a great route runner. In fact, he's electric. I I, I almost want to say he is number one in, in this rookie class for the route it. runner. Yeah, yeah, you can argue it, but he, he's up there. What scares me is he's 173 pounds, and he's slight. And he kind of reminds me a little bit of Rondell Moore, who is the same thing, electric, really mm-hmm. good route runner. But when you start playing against NFL men— mm-hmm. I, so the reason why I rank him a little bit lower is because I don't know that he'll get through a whole season without an injury. That's fair. So my number three was Quentin Johnston, who was uh, landed with the Chargers. And again, I, I love everything about this guy. I love his size. I, I think he's quick enough. I do think he's a good route runner. And I love his position. They They throw like hell. And I can't remember a week in the last two years where they had all of their number one and two received like Mike Williams and Keenan were always, one of them was always hurt. So I think he steps in. I think they drafted him to replace Keenan long-term. Yeah. But um, I think he's going to have a great rookie season, and I like him enough to put him at three.
2: So I actually had him here at five. I have him um, at yeah, five. I had as well. Addison yeah. at five
0: for, and they the did. only reason is his, his he's slight. That's only you yeah. know.
1: Well, I'll let you go first, though. Yeah. So Quentin Johnson, a lot of the stuff you said. I mean, the situation is good for him. He's obviously the heir apparent uh, to, to replace this guy. I mean, they got to start shaving some money off that cap. Yeah. They're going to have to pay their quarterback soon, so that makes sense. He's a rack specialist. This guy is like, you know, he gets the ball in his hands. He can make people miss. He transitions from catching the ball to running very, a lot like a good receiving back does. Yeah. There's not a lot of stiffness when he gets the ball. So he's going to break tackles. I think he was 11th to miss tackles in the nation last year. He's tough. in yards after catch. So this is a guy that, you know, get the ball in his hands. It's a lot different than what they've had there at the wide receiver position. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get the ball in his hands, let him make a play, and they got the quarterback to do it. And... Now, looking back at my top 12 uh, QB rankings, maybe he he creeps up on Dangerous a little bit.
0: Now they got a three-headed monster if they can stay healthy. Well, and they got a guy. I mean, this guy six three 6'3", 208. He's got a frame that he could probably add another 10 pounds, maybe 15, and not lose speed. This guy could be a monster. Yeah. So,
2: monster. Uh, Not to mention, so uh, there's been links now to Keenan Allen, possibly uh, headed out to Detroit. Uh, He has been linked to Detroit now with the recent... Uh, struggles with Jamison yeah, Williams. I can that see that. Six games. Um you know, because like you said the writings on the wall there for Keenan. They they re, they brought him in to eventually replace him. Yes. I like him a lot better with Keenan not there, obviously, because yeah. I think that Josh Palmer is also a very viable yeah. receiver. Yes. But like you said, Mike Williams is also often hurt. And Mike Williams yeah. is not he's not the tackle breaker that Quentin yeah. Johnson's going no. to be. Mike Williams is your high pointer. He is definitely your red zone target. But I think Quentin Johnson is going to stretch the field here. I think Quentin Johnson is going to win you 50-50 balls, and I think he's going to come down, and I think he's going to break a lot of tackles. Not to mention, they have the second easiest strength strength of Jesus, God, I am struggling with that. That's right. Strength of schedule. (laughs) schedule. It's a bit of a talk twister. For for passing. The has
1: had Ali shape. Listen, so don't don't be mistaken. They drafted him. They spent this this draft capital on him, not only to replace – um, why do I now Kenan, I'm Kenan. not only to replace Keenan, but it, it's also an insurance policy for Mike Williams. Yeah, yeah. And you have a young quarterback. This is your young receiver that you're pairing with him. Yep. Yep. This is the guy that if he lives up to what he's supposed to be, gets the second contract. Yep. Not and, Mike Williams. And I Mike do Williams think, is also going point. to be out the door soon too. And I do
0: think if the right offer came for uh, either Keenan or Mike. They would have to consider making that move because they're paying them both a ton.
2: I you'd rather and, go off Keenan, but yes, yes. Well, yeah. Keenan's what thirty-one this well, year. Well, they they just paid Mike though. They just it was yeah. either last year or the year before. Was, so he did just re-up for I think four, yeah, years. four years. Yeah, yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, but he, at
0: a pretty good rate. But then
1: last year he was out. I think at least five games. Yeah, and they could get out of that. I think after the third year, yeah. I I think he'll be there. But what I'm saying is he's not. This is their wide receiver wonder thing. Yeah, this,
0: yeah, this is who they're building with.
2: Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And that's why I definitely I like him in the top 5. It's, it's a nice nice job, fellas. We're all kind of we're all right there in the same vicinity because there are a lot of wide receivers that you could really interchange here and there's even a couple of running backs that you might want to Didn't grab. you guys Didn't you guys feel like this <sighs> draft the wide
0: receivers landed in the Best spots for them, and they, there were so many of them
2: that okay. did. For the most part, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, uh, there's, I, I, yeah. there's been. It's so weird to, to see now with the NFL drafts. The last couple of years, there's been like this paradigm shift, whereas wide receivers used to land in the shittiest spots, right? Yeah, they were instantly yeah. wide receiver twos. Yep. Some of them were never heard of ever again. And the running backs were landing in all the right spots. Yeah. The last, like, three years, man, all the running backs are ending up in spots like Zach Charbonnet going to Seattle behind, behind K-9. And then they go and they draft Kenny McIntosh, too. You know, like, two backs that could have been yeah. very well yeah. utilized somewhere like Cincinnati, somewhere else. But they end up in these real, real tough situations. And the wide receivers are landing in like these cookie cutter spots where they're immediately wide receiver, too. I
1: I think it's because the wide receiver position in itself has come a a long way. Yeah. You know, historically, it's been hard for Wookiee. 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 Wow. (laughs) Wookiee wide receivers. You guys are struggling this time. (laughs) Normally it's me. Rookie wide receivers to make an impact their rookie year, even earlier in their career. But. I think with the specialization of the game now and the pass heaviness the, these kids are, you know, molded into wide receivers like from even before high school, and I think they're coming in ready and teams know that, so yeah, they're a lot more willing to draft guys earlier and, you know, know that they could fill a spot right away. So, yeah. I, that, well, I, I think, think that's rece- a big change.
0: I think receiving in college has come up to the pros and re- and the play calling in the pros has come, come down a little bit down exactly. to college so it's yeah. like a it's a you know used to be like you said you drafted a wide receiver you knew you, you it better be dynasty because you probably weren't getting anything until the second year yeah. now we're seeing guys like Jefferson come in and just break every record
1: they it really amazing. started that 2013 draft was like the first time Sammy Watkins Odell Jarvis Landry is when it really started guys
2: started making an impact like their first year yeah um But your turn again, sir. Who's your fourth guy? So, uh, number four, because as I just mentioned, Quentin Johnson was my (coughs) number five. Uh, Number four was tough for me. He was almost number three. Mm. He's very dynamic. But the reason why I dropped him down a slot is because if I put him any higher, I'd be going against my belief, which is you never sit Tyler Lockett.
1: Oh, wow. Okay.
2: And that's who I got at four, too. This is Jackson Smith and Jigba. Um, He comes in. I want to say he's immediately wide receiver too, but I've been watching a lot of tape on Lockett because there's this there's this theory out there that the reason why Lockett goes down after every catch is because he's saving his body yeah. for the longevity of, yeah. of his career. And so he's not if, a team player, but <laughs> yeah, if, or he's a he's the quintessential team player because he's saving himself yeah, for uh, for a longer. Saving himself run. Run for
0: another. Uh, Nine and seven season.
2: <laughs> Nine and eight season. <laughs> so I I do actually like Smith and Jacob, though. I think he is going to come in. I think he's going to immediately supplant Lockett as the wide receiver, too, which I think will help Lockett because I think that Lockett now will safely nestle into that wide receiver three position and be even more dynamic where you won't want to sit him in your fantasy leagues. But Smith and Jacob, he's, he's – He's got it all, right? The guy can fly. He's got great hands. Yes, uh, good he size. came. Yeah, he came from a he came from a college that is known for uh, shitty quarterback play, which means to put up those kinds of numbers. You got to be really, you good. you know, you have to be really, really good, good. You know what I yeah. mean? So <laughs> I do. I, I like him. I think he's probably as dynamic as you'll get yes. at that position at his size. And yeah. again he's got a frame that is going to need to fill out a little yeah, bit I in think the NFL. he's only 196, yeah. but I think he's got, you know, he's got it.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I, I think I so, too. Got, we're trending that way with the wideouts, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean look smaller, at this, sl- Slim
2: Reaper, man. I mean, he's – I hate to admit it because he's in Philly, but, uh, you know, Devonta Smith is – guy puts up numbers, man. He, yeah. he just – he does nothing but catch the ball.
1: Who would you have it for?
2: I, I actually had uh, JSN, too.
1: Okay, so yeah, go ahead and you talk then. No,
2: I,
0: I mean, he came from wide receiver You. That's number one. Yeah. Um, to me, I think he's an exceptional route runner, and I think that, you know, it was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. He was the first receiver drafted, although it was much lower than I think I thought it would be, but it's because he didn't play last year. And that's my only concern. Mm-hmm. I, I think if, if he had been healthy... And he had replicated anything close to the season before, where he had almost a hundred receptions, sixteen hundred yards in receiving, yeah. and sixteen touchdowns. I think he would have been much higher. I think he would have been everybody's number one, but mm-hmm. uh, which he was anyways. But um, yeah, to me, I I my only concern about him, the reason it dropped him a little bit, is he tried to get on the field three times last year, yeah, and three times he played less than four plays and then had to call it quits. So. So I'm hoping it's not anything that he sustained that's going to be a lasting injury.
1: Yeah, that's concerning. And the other thing I'll say in response to what you said is I don't I guess I didn't think that he would immediate immediately supplant Lockett. So it's interesting. I'd like to hear more about why you think that. But I think I have an idea why. Um, And Lockett's 31. That's the big thing. And they're paying him a lot. And they could get out of that contract next year and save a lot of money. The cap would only be like two point something million. Um, They'd save about 10 on the cap. So that lines up, you know, where they drafted him, how it lines up with him, and you pair pair him up with Metcalf. Um, Feels like they're going for it a little bit. The only other concern I would have for him is Seattle. You know, I think they were second in the league in um, plays with two tight ends on the field. Yeah, they go draft two running backs. Are they still going to be as committed to the running game? Is there going to be the volume there when Lockett's in his first year? That's kind of why he's at four for me. But I still think dynasty wise, he's yeah. going to be that guy if everything works out. And long term, he's going to be you yeah. know well worth the, the yeah. draft pick.
2: And I, you know, and <clears throat> another thing is here too. Uh, Seattle has the uh, the ninth easiest strength to schedule uh, against the pass this year. And, you know, don't sleep on Geno Smith. The guy can sling the rock. The guy's going to put the ball up 30, 35 times a game this year, especially with the strength of the schedule like that. Basically doing everything that
0: Russell wanted to do and they didn't let him do.
2: Yeah, (laughs) except I think Geno might be a little bit more accurate. I, I, You know, people, you know, it's a shame what happened to Geno, man. If you look at his trajectory, that – that shitty day at practice really that changed the trajectory the of that guy's career. Well, you yeah. look at the
1: – he went to a really, really piece of garbage organization, and that's yeah. the real issue.
2: During a piece of garbage time, <coughs> too. His,
1: but his issue was never arm strength, accuracy. He was a young player. Was It, it was decision-making, and he turned the ball over a lot. But, I mean, to be fair, he had good times in New York. And like I, I said, he wasn't in my top 12 because I, I had to see another year to believe it. Yeah. Because the overwhelming evidence is that he's not a starter quality. But if but you would have seen this draft, you might, you know. Maybe, but it's still like I still the jury's still out because he could still have that year where he throws 32 with 20 interceptions. That's still in him, Did he, I think. He's gonna Jameis, you think? I don't think that bad. I mean that's like I mean, that's like not, a shooting star, you yeah. know, and I love Jameis, but the ultimate <laughs> uh gunslinger, but you know, I'd still think there's that in there and how does that look? halfway through a season, I don't know. But if he really cleaned up his game, then we'll see. I think that's... I think Seattle feels the same way, and it's yeah. reflected in
2: the contract they gave him. Well, they did. Yeah. And not only that, I think it's reflected in what they went out in the too. You know, I think they really have a lot of confidence in Gino, and I think it's rightfully deserved. I, I like what I saw out of Gino last year. I think he made great decisions. I think he's grown up a lot since since his days in New York. I think... I love... DK Metcalf is a physical specimen. I mean, he's about as physically talented as probably Julio Jones, uh, and a younger age that, you know, it just, you can throw the ball up to DK and DK is going to go get the ball. JSN is going to stretch your field yeah. and JSN is going to, I think he's going to demand a lot of targets. And I think Gino is going to, I think he's really going to sling the rock around this year. Gino is one of my quarterbacks that I've been targeting, uh, late in late in drafts, uh, in the drafts that I I reserve quarterback and tight end for later, mm-hmm. they're the teams that I go running back wide receiver heavy, and I ended up getting I end up getting Geno at a supreme discount, and I'm okay with it.
1: All right, so we're gonna I think we already talked about all our picks for five, did we not? Yeah, yeah. You talked about
0: your pick. I yep. talked
1: about my pick, which would have been crazy. We all had the same five. Yeah. I would have yeah, so, thought there was a, at least disparity with four and five. So but, quickly, I guess me and you could talk about why we bumped. Quinton down to five. Yeah. And then maybe you can talk about
2: why you have Addison at five. Um, I'll let you go because it's your turn. For her, for me, with Quinton, it's just there's a little bit of uncertainty, right, with the Chargers. We don't know what's going to happen with Eckler. Eckler wants out, doesn't want out. We have no idea what's happening there yet. Uh, Keenan Allen, all of a sudden, this is a surface that apparently he wants out. Now he's linked to Detroit because Detroit wants to bring somebody in to kind of you know, help these young receivers understand what it's like to be a consummate professional and, you know, not, you know, get caught up in activities off the field and stay healthy because they have a great, Amon Ross St. Brown and Jameson Williams are very talented receivers. Amon Ross seems to have a pretty good head on his shoulders. You know, Jameson has gotten himself into obviously a little bit of of trouble here. So I bumped Quentin down solely based on the fact that I'm not sure what's going out in – what's going down in Los Angeles this year as of right now, because again, they do have Josh Palmer out there that was the wide receiver three before they brought him in. Uh So if Keenan stays there, you know, it's Keenan, it's Mike Williams, Quentin would be the three. And I think probably in specialty packages because Palmer would also be on the field.
1: Yeah. For me, him and, uh, JSN were kind of, you know, it was the most struggle I had with this list. Um, and it was kind of the same thing. I don't love Staley. I just they just seem like they're a little bit in flux. I trust Pete Carroll more, and that was kind of to the determining factor. Because I think the path for both of them to be like long-standing, valuable guys that you draft and keep on your team for like you know control for the next few years, I think the path is there for both of them, and it's pretty yeah. similar actually. Um, but it's just the the franchises. Who do I trust to be more productive, more successful? And it does sound crazy because I do think Herbert's a much better quarterback than Geno Smith, but I just don't trust everything around him. And that's why he wasn't in my top 12, so on and so forth. Well, and I think with. They were close.
0: But I think with with Eckler, like not knowing whether he's there or not, it's a big deal because personally, I feel like his ability and his threat to run and the way he runs. It, it opens a lot in the passing game, yes, so yeah. if he if he's gone and they replace him with another back, it's not going to be that back no, and that's that does scare me because I do think you, you know you may get the defensive tackles or the DNs coming in a little bit hot and heavy that's I, th- true, I think yeah. that
2: that right there is going to hinge on how much Isaiah Spiller grew up in that first year because uh, they drafted him to be that guy in the absence of of Eckler, Eckler. yeah. Um, so, but his his problem was grasping the playbook. So yeah. he was in the doghouse a bunch. Um, you know, well, and if yeah. Because if in the pros, grunt. you got to block too. It's not just running yeah. like in college. You're pretty much
0: running. Every once in a while, you pick up a situational block. Yeah. But in the pros,
2: so you, the, you better protect quickest way on the field. Yeah, learn how to block.
1: And Addison, I know you
0: touched on it a little bit yeah, before. Yeah, mostly but what just was the, frame, it was just frame because. I, You know, I, I'm a big believer in the fact that uh, he's good enough to be there. I'd feel a lot better if he was 190 mm-hmm. than 173. I just have seen, and, you know, in Cleveland we've always drafted slim receivers, yeah. and I just have seen almost every time they go out three to four games here. You've been hurt. Yeah. Yeah, I've been
1: I hurt. Deep been down. Hurt. So. All right, so I'll uh, throw a curveball at you. Curveball at. I, Wow, I'm having I, a hard I, time I had today. one, too, yeah. yeah. Curveball for you guys. Um who, who was the guy... Who was the sixth guy? Who was the guy that almost made it on? Okay. I'm glad you, yeah, I got I'm glad you
2: brought this up because I was going to. Okay. Right. I was too, no. Sure to your go your turn, yeah. So... let's see if we have the same one. I think it's got to be Zay Flowers. I love where Zay is at, man. I love him in Baltimore. I think that he is going to be that team's Tyreek Hill at some point. Yeah, you said that last time, Yeah, and I, I truly believe it. I you know I, how I, I feel think his about game, this. I think his game yeah. is very similar. And... You know, with uh, with Lamar coming out and saying that he wants to pass for 6,000 yards. Well, that means he's going to. He, yeah. <laughs> he, he just may. You know, the, he's got Bateman. They went out. They got him Odell. He,
0: you he bring also in said Zay he was not going to uh, sign for, unless it was fully guaranteed. So <laughs> he says a lot of things he don't mean. You know what I'm saying?
2: You know, you bring in Zay Flowers. You have Mark Andrews. And they have the eighth easiest strength of schedule against the pass. So I think Lamar is going to put it up. Early and often, and Mm -hmm. I think Zay Flowers is going to benefit from that.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it's your turn.
0: I would say for me, I'm I'm going to go off script a little bit, and for me, it's Dalton Kincaid. He's a tight end with the Bills, and the reason is is that I don't think he's a tight end with the Bills. I think they're going to use him a lot, like Atlanta did with Pitts the first season. Everything they're saying. Mm-hmm. They're basically saying that they're going to come out with a two wide re- or two tight end set, leave Dawson there, and let Kincaid run like a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. They've been talking forever about needing somebody to stretch the field and let Stefan have a little bit more room. He's six five, incredible athlete. I-, I just think they've got something. There was a reason they drafted him where they did, mm-hmm. and they drafted him when they already have a pretty good tight end. And I, I think they're going to use him. So, again, Dynasty, I think he's the guy that, you know,
1: I would take. All okay. right. And my guy is uh, Jonathan Mingo, who I mentioned last week. Mingo. Who I, I like a lot. I mean, I do like Mingo. Situation for Dynasty, this is perfect. I love when you get a young receiver. I mean, we'll talk about his attributes in a second. But the situation, you, you pair him up with a young quarterback, they're going to grow together. This is, I mean, this is perfect. You, for the, the long haul on your Dynasty team, this is a guy with, with all the talent in the world, he's just... This is
2: a guy. This is
1: a guy. But, I mean, the guy just... The, the measurables, his uh, his um combine numbers were crazy. He, he does everything. And I don't understand how he wasn't talked about as much as some of these other guys. I think that, f- for me, like I said, I think he's going to be a boom, a little bit of a steal. But they spent pretty big draft capital to go get him. Yeah. And I think it's going to... You're hoping uh, that they, they, they struck fire at Ole Miss again, right? Yeah, and he fits the frame of, the, of most of those other guys besides... Um, who's the small guy that came out of there that the Jets just traded? Elijah Moore. Elijah yeah. Yeah, but besides that, the last three guys that came out of there, same frame, same type of player, and he fits that mold... Uh, he's an athletic freak and i just love the situation for him yeah i don't i don't hate that pick at yeah. all i don't hate either pick honestly
2: is there a guy in the draft that that you feel was kind of disrespected in his draft position and you think that he can outperform where he was drafted at all is there anybody that comes to mind
1: i have a guy that i don't think was disrespected by his draft position but i think he was disrespected by prognosticators and like even fantasy football guys like looking at where he went um but I think I think where he was drafted spoke more about who he is and that's Jaden Reed okay going to Green Bay yeah it scares me a little bit with the Romeo Dobbs thing a couple of years ago but I think that if you look at their depth chart like I think he's I think he's wide receiver too as long as he you know something crazy doesn't happen but he, he's another talented guy he's versatile he's kicked Kick a punt returner guy, he has that wiggle, and I don't know. I just think he was kind of overlooked.
2: I I like that pick a (laughs) lot, actually. I I think, honestly, I think he's going to come out of camp as a wide receiver, too. And knowing the history, listen, Christian Watson benefited from Aaron Rodgers' ball placement. Yes. The knock on Watson is real. The guy has pretty shitty hands, and he's not the greatest Route runner. Yeah. He benefited from having Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be a much different situation with Jordan Love. Or so maybe not. Um, See, I may, think. Maybe not. But I, I do think that Jaden Reed eventually plays himself in, not yeah. this season, but I think eventually he can play himself into the wide receiver one in Green yeah. Bay. Well, I think that
0: Watson honestly will take a little bit of a step back this year. But I think Dobbs, who is a great receiver and is a good route runner, and even reed could get back could could actually get on that field and say something because love like his throws happen a lot closer than what roger does yeah you
2: know how about you, rocket do you have a guy that you uh fell slipped a little bit Uh, further than he should have
0: i i you know this is i i don't want to be homer so i don't really have one Mm -hmm. i i was surprised at at tank tank bigsby with yeah. the Jaguars, I actually think he's a pretty solid. He's electrifying, um, and I was surprised he lasted a long. But it was still the third round, and really for running backs, that's not insulting anymore. That's pretty yeah, normal. Part of yeah. course. Um, so no, I, I don't have anybody that I think fell too hot too far. I, there were some that surprised me in how how high they rose. Mm-hmm. One being Cedric Tillman with the Browns. That one surprised me. And I had to really go look at his film to mm-hmm. see what they saw in him to even
2: take Make, him in the second round. Or actually, th-
0: or it was a third round, I think. I thought, uh, I, thought, Ford, yeah.
2: I thought Tillman would have been fantastic in Kansas City. That's where I wanted to see Tillman. I think Tillman would have been that, that great fit with Patrick Mahomes. I mean, but, he, he had like 12 touchdowns
0: a year before. He's not, now The only thing that bothers me about all Tennessee receivers in college, they really don't run the full route tree. But anymore, a lot of NFL teams don't, and I think they're going to be fine. They're and they're able to learn it.
1: Well, I'll make a slight what I think is a correction to what you said. I think they don't have the ability in college to put on tape that they run the route tree. That's, that's so I fair. think yes. it is like yes. a mixed bag. You don't yeah, know. Yeah, we don't know. You're right. Because yeah. I'm. This is from the Giants taking Hyatt. Yeah, that was one of the knocks. Like he yeah. can't but, run the route, but tree, that's but Tennessee. They, I watched their rookie. Yeah, they don't camp run him. He's running the route tree. Yeah. Um, yet to see how it's going to look live action, but well, Tillman he
0: looked they, okay. Tillman, they 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 showed a you know when you do that slide down the line and then cut up for the reception, and they yeah. had him doing that, and he was killing it. Yeah. So you're right. Like it, it's hard to know whether if it's the program or if it's their lack of ability. And
1: we've seen that a lot with guys coming yeah. into the league. So. All right, guys, did you have something
2: else? I was going to say mine. Oh, I thought you did (laughs) already. I'm sorry, my bad. uh, That's good. Um, One guy that I would love to see prove all the naysayers wrong, this guy was going, two years ago, had he come out, was going to be the unanimous wide receiver one. Mm -hmm. Um, Then, you know, he opted out of the the championship game. He played very sparingly last year. Um, His character came into question, but this is a total Bill Belichick move. And that's to roll the dice and take a gamble in the sixth round on Kayshawn Booty. I think if Great I name, like the name Booty, yeah, I think I think if if this kid can can resurrect what he was uh, two seasons ago yeah. at LSU, I I think New England got themselves a diamond in the rough and somebody that can help Mac Jones look like a decent quarterback in the NFL.
1: Well, he had a good rookie year. Let's not go back up that alley again. Yeah, well, all right, guys. Well, yeah. That that was the show. I mean, I think that was pretty good. I, I I do look forward to next week. Next week we're going to be talking top five redraft rookies. Yeah, right. Is that what we agree? Are we about? all going to be here next week? Do we think? I, I don't. I'm going to be here
2: because it seems like we. Fall no, no, we're doing we're doing dynasty rookies no, the, next week. No, this was, no, dynasty. This was
1: dynasty rookies. Wow. Oh. I, mean, I no, want to change fifteen <laughs> <time.
2: laughs> Let's are redo the show. Around? Okay.
1: No,
0: no let's it, redo it, the show.
2: No, I, I think these these top five are. Uh, I think redraft or dynasty. Yeah. I don't think yeah. it's going to change for redraft. Yeah. Um, the only thing that may possibly switch in dynasty is if you throw a quarterback in there, and if you had to stop talking. All right. So what we're going to do next week <laughs> is <laughs>
1: top five. Dynasty Superflex Is what we're gonna do Alright So we'll re-rank these With Superflex position Alright And see if we get Some quarterbacks Which I'm sure we will And how that makes things fall Later on the board So if you liked it Please Remember I, I, We forgot to plug your thing But we're we'll be Giving Mark's Top 12 running backs I'm gonna put it up here In the video Click on that Or you click on the link In the bio Get to it uh, That will be In its own playlist But follow us on Instagram TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, here on YouTube, like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Um, and thank you for everything, guys. Peace. Throw the bone, guys.